0: Hey everybody, welcome to Nintendo Week. This is the second time we're recording because of audio failures. Uh, Soro joined Super Smash Bros and there's Animal Crossing stuff. And, and Colin's apartment's on fire. now $50. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's all burned about. down. Yeah, yeah, my house burned down.
1: <laughs> Colin is homeless. Please <laughs> um, <laughs> donate what you can. <laughs> yeah, it's sad.
0: But the show must go on. Um... I don't know how to transition that to Sora because I don't play any Kingdom Hearts. Uh, does he wish upon a know, star? You know that
2: actually hasn't that hasn't happened yet. I don't I'm sure think. at some point. Um, and I, <laughs> really, I don't, I don't All think right. anything catches well, on fire either. So we're sort of SOL there too. Um. <laughs> hmm. In any case, Sora joins Super Smash Bro. Oh, the Keyblade
0: yeah, catches yeah, on fire in does. the trailer. Ah, uh, there so you that's go. Something. The, Listener's
2: the fiery Smash logo.
1: Figure it out. <laughs> Someone left the key blade under the, uh, the couch, which set the couch on fire. And, right. You know the rest. Mm. Right. But Sora's here. Everyone is here. Sora's here. <laughs> um, he's super floaty.
0: Um, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts, and the sword attacks um, are, you know, kind of like sword attacks. So the only interesting thing I find is kind of like the magic for the most part. Like I, I, he's a little t- difficult and annoying to maneuver, but Alex is yeah, having a much I, better time. I uh, having played a lot of Kingdom Hearts, I sort
2: of went in expecting him to ha- sort of how he would control. Uh, so I love how floaty he is. I love how exaggerated his jumps are. I love how crazy his recoveries are. I've uh, one one of the things, my favorite things to do with Sora is to do off stage fighting, where I've either knocked people far off toward the the margins or am somehow under the stage. I knock them under the stage with his little. Uh, down air attack and then i use my crazy recoveries to get back up from underneath the stage Ooh. and it's a, it's a fun time and it, it makes me feel like one of those crazy youtubers who who fights fox final destination for like 10 minutes under the stage in melee um which is not the feeling i usually get from smash brothers i'm not that good at smash brothers um so that's fun <laughs> well no one's
0: that good at Smash. i know the video you're talking about i think that one is um and if it's the same one you're thinking of, but there's, I'm sure several oh, actually sure. that are literally tool assisted and they like rewind and make like the perfect frame to like text sure, stage even from the bottom and like then attack that, and the next guy texts and they float nice around
2: forever. Um, but I can, I too can feel like a crazy smash yeah, player yeah. when I play Sora, which is, which is nice. Um I also like his little 3 hit combo <laughs> thing. Uh it it feels like those are a lot more important to his playstyle than it, mm-hmm. they are for for some of other, the other characters, which is which is nice. Um yeah, and yeah, the like you said the magic, the magic is good.
0: Yeah, the magic is really fun. Um I I really yep. like using yep. the thunder so satisfying move off the stage. Um I also Okay, tell me if you're also noticing this. It seems like the horizontal range of the thunder move like increases and
2: decreases. Like sometimes it's really narrow. I feel like and they might have really covered wide. this in the Smash ever, thing. Like, and I don't remember that? if they explained it. Uh, or how they explained it. But I think there's like a there's some there's some hmm. factor involved. I don't know what it is, what it okay. is. I'll go. Unless look it's back just then, a placebo I thing. I
0: thought it was going crazy and I'm like I know it's gotta be. My eyes aren't that bad. (laughs) God, are my eyes that bad? Maybe I don't know either. I gotta, yeah, gotta find out.
2: Now I'm second guessing (laughs) myself.
0: Get new glasses, um, or just watch the Smash video. (laughs) So Animal Crossing is getting new DLC. It's gonna be twenty five dollars, or with this online service that we'll talk about in a second. Uh, it's gonna be uh, fully accommodated for. Uh, Although if you unsubscribe, which why would you ever unsubscribe? Um, they, I'm being facetious, <laughs> but they they restrict you from access to the new island and stuff. Uh, you keep all your old, you know, acquired so items and data, but you just under can't, underrated you know, keep benefit the of
2: accessing it through the subscription service is as if you are uh, family plan sharing with like eight people. That means eight people get to access the DLC simultaneously through one subscription, whereas the way Nintendo normally does DLC, if you were okay. to try to game share your DLC, you could only share it with one person at a time. Uh Mhm. So, that's a great I think point. that's a okay. worthy trade-off with not having permanent access to your DLC. Personally.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Um the actual content is called Happy Home Paradise. Well, there's some there's some island updates. There's like Brewster and like I think New Hampshire. That stuff's styles, free. That so, stuff's so that for that the Animal comedy.
2: Crossing peasants. Um
0: Okay. And then Happy Home Paradise is basically Happy Home Designer. You go to this little island and they give you People's personalities and furniture they like and requests, and then you design a nice little house. Um, and there's lots of great new features that I think are also coming back to the main game. Like, there's like ceiling hanging furniture now, and like um, you can uh, make accent walls. So, like, one wall of the room has a specific wallpaper while the rest has a different, you know, main color. Um, there's a lot more customization and a lot more items that honestly I didn't think that there could ever be a single animal crossing update again that would bring me like back to it i think i might pl- start playing it again for a little while you know it's been it's been long enough and this is a lot of new stuff to to start dealing with so i might just come back to my island and start building start making yeah. something new wow. out of something old you well know? this
3: isn't something that we talked about last time but i do think that the this kind of emphasis on um personalization and design is very much where the series has decided it's going to go um so i'm interested in seeing how that's optimized for kind of this game um because i feel like at least in my experience and maybe this is just because i played them all when i was a child but the older animal crossing games were a lot more about your relationships with the people in your village yeah. whereas i think specifically new horizons more so than any other is about how do you does your island look how are you making cool new items what are you combining who are you trading with um and i do think that happy home designer
0: isn't this the first one come to think of it that has outdoor furniture and that, that's yeah, a game more or
3: less. Yeah, they they kind of play with it a little bit, and I think the first time that they really play with it is City Folk. But like you can't—that's just like ordering stuff and putting it. And then they do kind sure. of a little bit of it with New Leaf as well. But again, not not to the extent that it's like really like you can plan out the way everything looks.
2: Yeah, wow. and I've seen some like right. hyper in-depth designs both indoors and outdoors no in this game. So the fact that they're adding even more tools is just. Really cool. It actually makes me want to go back and just completely revamp my island.
0: Yeah, me too. More like bridges and things, and also permanent ladders. (laughs) Huge. huge, Why was that that, not already there? Why do you build a ladder and it's in your? Honestly, why is a ladder even a tool anymore? They should just change it to be something. Gotta get that authentic Legend
2: of Zelda carry around (laughs) a ladder with you experience in Animal Crossing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and have less (laughs) space in my tiny little pockets. I'm already carrying a shark. Like, I don't,
3: need a I don't have team. time.
2: How's the Even shark going yeah, to climb up space. stuff you don't have a ladder? Same thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: With its That's feet right. and mouth, it, you know, digs its teeth into the side of a cliff and then it wiggles its tail, you know, up like a little caterpillar and then chomp on the next step. Easy. But yeah, uh, does anyone like... No, did anyone play Happy Home Designer?
3: I did like a tiny little okay. bit, but it's not. I am much more about uh, the the silly little am, aminal characters than I am about uh, make your space look cool yeah. and design things for other people. My brain doesn't work like that in real life, and it doesn't work like that in video games either. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to try it because I didn't try Happy Home Designer. I didn't, you know, feel that that was, like, worth a full game edition. Um, but as DLC slash available through a subscription service, that sounds fantastic to me. I'm really glad to be able to play it, you know, effectively for free if I think of the services, like, for the N64 games and whatnot. Um i also just think the service is a great value proposition which is not the norm but we'll get we'll get there um point being i'm really excited to start designing all these new houses and i don't know if it's actually going to be like not fun because of the qualifications and restrictions that they're about but in theory you know i really want to activate my inner property brother and just make all the The, uh, the thing that i also am excited about is you get to talk to all these villagers that are not actually in your town so Totally in line with the characters, which I love. You know, I want to be able to, well, then let's say some of my villagers move out of my town, who I like, but, you know, I can say farewell to. They're still here on the happy home island or, you know, wherever. They're just a lot more accessible in different parts of the game. So it's kind of like they're not even gone.
3: Yeah, that's something that I loved about both New Leaf and, again, City Folk. They're, they're my most recent reference because those are the ones I really played it as a kid. But like you could, if you went into town, you could see your old villagers. If you went to the city, you could see people that had like passed by you. Um, and at least for me, maybe it's just the amount of time that I put into uh, New Horizons. But anybody that left, I never saw them again. So yeah,
2: I like the idea of uh, yeah. that. There's this place that's outside of your little village where other people, other animal villagers live. Like that's uh, they sort of extending the circle beyond just my village. Seems like a really good way to sort of draw me back into the game make give me more characters to interact with and that's something i really missed with this game That i feel like we got a little bit more of in the past games
0: yeah well and because there's so many characters and they're all so fun it's like it's good to capitalize on that as much as you can it almost feels like you know they've put all this work into a game that for the most part Mm -hmm. we won't even ever see If we like our first, you know, seven villagers fine enough to never meet the other 200. It's not like Like, they drop
2: by the campsite that often uh, that you're going to meet them all.
0: No. And even then, they like almost always you invite them and they're like, no, I hate this place. So, (laughs) of course, I'm just going to take a little airplane to their house and build it up for them. Oh, my God, are we Tom Nook? We become a villain.
2: uh, You know, I don't know if we're Tom Nook because we're not using his currency on this resort island. We're using some other kind of currency. So I don't know what that means.
3: Ah, yeah. That makes it totally fine. I I
2: don't know if it makes it totally fine, but it's at least outside of, like, the Tom Nook (laughs) monopoly, you know?
3: It is. We're creating perhaps even (laughs) some competition for Mr. Nook the f- no. the f- the free market, the invisible hand of yeah. capitalism.
1: I wonder if he's going to be the final boss. He's going to burn down your village. Is there a arson. boss in Animal Crossing? I
0: guess Tom Nook is a
2: is the boss. I should. Yeah, he uh, well he, he is your <laughs> so, boss. Looking forward for sure. to the sequel, Animal Crossing, and equality. Um, divide, divide, <laughs> class revolution, <divide laughs> conquer the lower class. <laughs> No, <laughs>
3: I will say. I mean, Tom Nook has gotten better over the past few games about like not being super money hungry. Yeah, I think that's because Timmy and Tommy are pushing him. Uh, I you don't know. know. Maybe be they are Tom. young. Maybe they are pushing him left. That's a good point. You know, I didn't consider that 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 maybe they were having real like in depth conversations. And maybe he's just
2: getting older and he's starting um, to think about his legacy yeah. and you know.
3: Yeah, and he doesn't want to be known as well, like a screwdriver sort of duck. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's nothing
1: I he guess he's just drinking in his house and Well, speaking of greed,
0: guess who's asking for too much money? <laughs> Nintendo Switch online expansion pack for fifty dollars a year. Brought to you by or eighty dollars a year, split by up to eight people uh, yeah, in a was... family plan. So uh, that comes out oh. to four dollars a month, two dollars a month if you split it two ways uh 25 it's, cents the whole right like if you it's do eight really people, not it's a quarter a month it's really but that's too much really money
2: for much, these but i'm a little surprised games. that it's more than double what the the base subscription was so that's that's the thing
0: yeah it was it was like i think like surprising but it makes sense like you gotta i at least i feel like it's important to remember that the original was only 20 dollars and like that was crazy low and we were were all like wow good on you when that came out um so and to like to a similar end like i mean i think there's a, a strategy here to like start low and then grow over time like people and it's true like the the n64 and genesis libraries that have been announced so far aren't super extensive One point on that is that the selection of games that have aged well on those consoles is not super extensive, and they have a content schedule to fill out. Like They're going to have to be announcing Nintendo 64 and Genesis games throughout the next couple of years. So, of course, they have to start small just out of necessity. Well, I hope that means
2: they're not making Um, these announcements only once every three months, and it's only like three games, and only maybe one of them is one that you really care about. Uh, I hope this means, you know they're taking more money that means they're they're picking better games they're getting better pay payouts to developers to give them better games uh because i I, like i i I agree with people who think this could be too much like i think if they don't actually put their money where their mouth is and make the service really good and give it high quality content over time like i think that at that point it really probably does become sort of a unjustified price point but we just haven't seen yet and I get people's skepticism because, yeah, the the, the Super Nintendo and, and, and NES lineup over the last year or so has just been really sad. Even the last, last couple of years. Well, I that's know. what we get for $20 well, like, a how year. Much, how many third-party games could they really pony up for if they are only paying them, what was it, $20 a year? That's, that's less than $2 a month. Yeah,
0: uh, God, that's, yeah. It's it's a ridiculously low amount of money when you put it into perspective. Um, you know, the choice that you're making with Nintendo here is, like, am I going to get Kirby's Return to Dream... or uh, Star Allies? Uh, you know, am I going to get WarioWare, get it together, instead of a year of Nintendo Switch yeah. Online Plus? Right? Like, it's... And I feel like the alternative, too, you know, people compare it to, like, PS Plus and Xbox Game Pass, like... The alternative that Nintendo would be offering would be like, oh, yeah, you if you're subscribed in May, you get May 2021, not May 2017. When it came out, you get arms for free for this month, but you have to check in and download it. You have to check your news page. You know. Yeah, whatever. that was that that was um, always one of
2: the struggles with me.
0: And then and then like a Genesis game alongside it, like these wouldn't be a subscription catalog that you open up and play them all it would be like you get the one month to download the one like Ristar. who get yeah like, i most find, people are gonna pass on that
2: i find the like per- unless persistent it's in a catalog. library model to be my favorite way to get games through subscription services i know the spotlight the spotlighting that happens on ps plus like gives way to some really good games and so if you if you are one of those loyal subscribers it's great I am not a loyal subscriber. I uh, if 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 I could subscribe to the PS Plus catalog and get like everything that they had ever put out on the service, hell yeah, I'd be there. But because I wasn't really there from the early early days, there's so much stuff that I just missed out on, and I was only really subscribed for like a year and a half. Uh, so I got some okay stuff. I played some good stuff through it, but it's just I was hmm. never really compelled to just stay subscribed perpetually. Um, but you know, if I know what I'm getting, yeah. uh, at all, at, you know. Perpetual access to well, as long as I've got the, the the service yeah hell yeah I'll be there.
0: Mm-hmm. They're also like all modified for online play for online multiplayer, which is not like I don't know maybe they build that into the system, but it doesn't seem like a oh for all the, the,
2: uh, the emulated games to, you know make these games Correct, online they, they definitely weren't designed yeah. for that play originally, so they, they whatever compatibility layer they're using yeah. has to be uh, probably upkept. Um.
0: So the other big thing that comes with this service is um, Animal Crossing DLC. You can get this for free with the uh, Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, and uh, as Alex mentioned earlier, up to eight people can get access to it for the one account instead of eight people paying $25 each. Um, And I also... Suspect that this is a way to keep other games in their catalog uh, alive for longer. Like this seems like the perfect opportunity to release a new set of Mario Kart DLC, you know, or even a new like plan for it, you know, uh, for the ne- you know three updates over the next two years, each of them being twenty dollars, totaling a full sixty dollar Mario Kart Ultimate. By the end, we get every racetrack, you know but you can also just get it as DLC add-ons through the subscription service to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And do, finally, what you suggested, Alex. Just yeah. flip it to the side. Mario Kart yeah. it's Mario I don't know that
2: I see them going back to old old online games and adding DLC necessarily. I think this is probably... And, and to be fair, they have not said that we will keep adding more DLC to the service. They have just said the Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer or no, have Home... Whatever it's called, I don't remember. They've said that's a benefit. Uh, Paradise. uh, They haven't suggested at all that that any more DLC will be coming to the service. But I do think, like, because this is Nintendo Switch Online, I do think we'll probably see more DLC for their online games. Their new online games that are coming out sort of get get folded in. Basically, it's the premium uh mm. you, you're playing our games online you're, you we want you to, to keep paying us basically for the for the privilege and to do that we're going to reward you uh for this premium subscription tier with more more stuff for you to play online so that you stay hooked into our service um so that's sort of if they keep doing dlc that's how i see them it. you
0: don't see like um, oh no i don't think so i think anything that they've
2: stopped doing updates for it's they're 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 done it's over they might roll season passes and stuff back into the 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 plan but i don't think they're developing anything new for those games
1: Hmm. okay um
0: i believe that is all our subject material for today i think so right Unless, well, what has everyone been playing? It's been a short episode. We've got Metroid Dread coming up soon with Ben. We've got, uh, or hopefully, I want to confirm that. Um, and we've got uh, some Pokemon news uh, that came out, but we'll talk about it with some other guests as well uh, in the future. Uh, the EXP share is always on, so uh, we, of course, have to talk about that. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming probably that one in November alongside the Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl release dates.
3: Oh, you know, in the meantime. You know what I played recently? What's up to? Yeah, uh, what's up? I did not play it on the Switch, but it is available on the Switch. I played Doom for the first time the 2016 one. Oh yeah. Uh, I had a blast. I do wonder how it would play on the Switch. Um, but I like sat down and like played it all in 2 days. Uh, it was very fun and very yeah. satisfying and I had it's a really good time. Fun. Uh, so if you blast. haven't played Doom, why not get it on the it Switch? It runs well
0: on the Switch. I would say that the the biggest problem is actually the dead zone of the uh, analog sticks on the Pro mm-hmm. Controller. Um, well, actually, and for that matter, the Joy Cons, which I think were you know designed together that way by Nintendo. Um, but it may be just the settings issue in Doom
2: that you can't fix. Yeah, or maybe Colin, you can. Did you ever and I didn't try how... it after they added the gyro aiming update?
0: I'm trying to remember. I think I did okay. and I didn't like it I'm quite I'm thinking enough, like really if the dead zone it, is an I, issue, the, uh,
2: Trump playing with remember. gyro would probably solve your problem because your little fine-tuning can be done with gyro while your big yeah. sort of being, well, stuff can be done with sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like go back go to it and try it again.
0: So if anyone is uh, having I, trouble I, out there, try I, it. I don't think I'll be going back I to it. I did maybe, notice you know, the same thing really though fun. where the sticks by themselves weren't
1: quite doing it for me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but the game is great. Uh, it runs well on Switch. That's too, good. That's I really think. impressive. Have you played yeah. any
2: of the other Doom games before?
0: Yeah, I
3: have. I have not played okay. any Doom games. Not none of the old ones. I, and I'm probably gonna play Eternal soon. But yeah, no, it was. It, I have been meaning to play Doom it, really since it came out in 2016. So I'm glad that I got the opportunity, even if it well was not on a Nintendo platform. But I did. I did really. Okay. Enjoy I was just it wondering, because yeah. like
2: the older Dean games were more focused on map design rather than strictly on action. And so I'd be curious if you had played them, mm-hmm. uh, why you thought about the way that they're handling. It's more action focused, I'd say, in the newer ones.
3: Oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. It is. I don't I don't think map. is de- I mean, like the maps are nice, but I do okay. not think that would be the shining feature of the yeah, new
2: game they have like vestiges of what came before <laughs> with like the color-coded yeah, keys yeah it's pretty and tough it's to navigate like, that one. this is still here but it doesn't feel the same <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: i've been making some more of my way through pokemon i don't remember if i'm playing black two or white two but that one two uh for the very first time um It's beautiful, um, it's a little weird the way that it, like, the models all scale, like, it's a little overdone sometimes for sure, but I really, really miss, like, sprite-based Pokemon games, really hope they do, like, a Octopath Traveler or, like, Triangle Strategy type, uh, return to sprites for Pokemon, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well-designed, um, The Pokemon are fun. Uh, I really am liking Emboar. It's got Flame Charge, which is a great move. Um, And the music is fantastic. It's really just, like, such a great sort of uh, finisher to, like, sort of... I I feel like up through Generation 5, you know, when they had sprites, really, it was almost like a classic sort of uh, anthology of Pokemon, almost before Generation 6 felt like a big new leaf. Um, I know they meant that to be Generation 5, but didn't end up feeling that way i don't know i agree um and uh you know what i will say is um i felt like black and white were a little heavy-handed and uh really overzealous with the dialogue just like so much of it and uh black and white 2 actually has a great script it's i think you know i imagine that for the most part they had to rush these out as uh you know they they developed full story sequels essentially in place of the production schedule where they would be developing a, a, just a third version to tack on to like the game um so they probably uh not cut corners but like just inherently had a much shorter <laughs> more compactified script and um i think that's really working to its benefit and it's also making a lot of the dialogue kind of like funny in a way that it's often not as funny in pokemon like I think they've got an almost kind of, like, earthbound attitude of, like, these characters are just filling the space, and so you interact with them, and they say something goofy that someone wouldn't really just, like, say to you out of nowhere in this situation. Um, The one line that I can really remember right now is there's a biker who keeps going around and saying, I am a heartbreaker. My name, Charles. All these dots written in, and it's just, like... You get that yeah. line like eight times <laughs> between like, it's, it's just all so funny. <laughs> um, and it's, a, it's, it's full of really great character, I think. So um, I'm, I'm pretty grateful, actually, that I skipped it when it came out because now I have a time to go back and appreciate it and um, get this new, like, sprite-based Pokemon experience. So if anybody is missing that kind of classic Pokemon vibe and you skipped out on any of those old games... Definitely go back to uh where you've got the gaps and just see how you like it.
3: Yeah, I think I mentioned this when you like were first talking about how you were playing it. Um black the black and white games, both one and two, are the last two Pokemon games I remember being like really impressed by playing. And then the other thing is the Driftville City music is like one of my favorite songs oh, yeah. from any honestly any video game franchise but specifically from pokemon it's probably in my top three i love it's it's just like very jaunty um and very specifically pokemon sounding i don't know i think it's a great little little ditty
1: yeah definitely one of the best which one was your starter pokemon
0: tepig i went with oshawott uh the first time around which was i guess 10 years ago mm jeez oh my god it was 10 years ago yeah.
2: <laughs> i was just thinking um, about that Actually, <laughs> i only played it i only played yeah, black that's something white um, whichever one i played <laughs> right when they came out so i haven't even touched these games in a long time
0: yeah oh that reminds me i gotta i have the oh, okay. other one here I'll, I'll ship it out to you well I, so anyway i started with Oshawat 10 years ago and uh so I wanted to start with a new Pokemon, and um, I, you know, at the time I was like another firefighting, and I still am, like, it's, that was ridiculous, can't believe they did that three times in a row, um, and then the other two Pokemon were just pure water and grass in Unova, yeah. like, that was really mean, <laughs> but <laughs> I went with Tepig, and yeah, my spirits are really turned around on him, again, flame charge, and Tepig is just cutie.
1: Yeah, he is, He he's like a little piglet.
0: Yeah. Honestly they all are. At the time I was like, <laughs> these are ugly starters. And you know, I think Samurant <laughs> still is. But um the others have really grown on me. Not the middle stages. None of Servine is a good middle stage.
2: Hmm. None
0: of the middle well, Ambor was it Embor?
3: Yeah, Ambor I think.
1: Uh Ambor is the last or, one. Oh. I'm just looking at it right Mine's now. Mine's named I- Piggy Small.
3: It's uh, funny. So
1: I'm I i do not know. What
3: I'm it's a strict water type person for the most part so i i went the full yeah. Oshawat route
2: mm. i have no nice. no loyalties
0: Oshawat's really cute i yeah it's a bummer that samurai yeah. is so ugly
3: i think i think that entire evolutionary line is cute but like whatever you do
0: you we'll get there we'll, we'll settle this on another podcast
3: <laughs> yeah we will
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah uh, light Alex. What have you been I playing? Actually talk about. So, I've been playing uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. I've gotten probably farther than I've gotten in the game before. I have the the scales Uh, what I love about this game is it's it's open world Xenoblade game and I mean truly open world. You can go pretty much anywhere anywhere in the map as long as you don't get like killed by enemies along the way. Uh, and the world is like huge and very vertical. Uh, and that the whole scale of it feels really different when you're in a mech because suddenly you're like able to jump on things you couldn't climb up before. Uh, you're able to fight enemies that were too big or too powerful to fight before. Uh, and it's uh, that's a feeling that like, I don't think you really get from a lot of games these days, even games like Breath of the Wild that are really good open world games. And so I'm really enjoying the flavor of that right now. Um, I'm also playing through uh, The World Ends With You, our uh, final remix on Switch i never played that game before uh it's i have a sort of love-hate relationship with it where i don't really care much for the the combat gameplay i'm really just there for the graphic novel-esque story uh and so whenever i have to sort of like do a bunch of gameplay stuff i get annoyed with it and put it down for a while Uh, i just got to the last (laughs) third of the game the last week in the story uh and that's the, the the original story i think they added another week or something to the the final remix version so, uh, I'm looking forward to getting through that. Uh, I'm also recently picked up the sequel, which I'll try out after I'm, I'm done. I hear the sequel is probably better for my gameplay taste. So, uh, you know, combine the stuff I love about, uh, Twooie with better gameplay nice. and it'll be a, a fun time. I hope, uh, let's see What else am I playing. I'm also playing Ooh. slowly trickle trickling through dragon quest 11, uh, i don't have a lot to say about it it's just one of those games i'm playing in the background and of course uh i played all the way through Mm. metroid dread and we'll talk about that another time
0: oh yes supposedly a great game i have not started
1: yet gotta get there
0: yeah well i just i you know i want to like play it like for real and sit down and i just feel like i haven't had the time lately to just like marathon and like love a game you know so like I get like thirty minutes here and there, and I'm like, I'll play uh, Smash it. Bros for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I get thirty minutes here and there. I'll play Pokemon it. White. Well, well for fortunately, if bit, you ever you know? do get the time, it's not Metroid, a super really long game,
2: so that it works in its favor, I think. Yeah, I, how long did it take uh, you to beat the first? 100 percent of it in like 12 hours.
3: Oh wow! Yeah. Oh excellent! Oh
2: wow! And that's with probably like you. two hours of just wandering no. around looking for stuff. Uh, without finding stuff because i got a little lost mm-hmm. from time to time so that even fact that even factors that time in mm. Mm. were those two uh, hours uh, early on uh, it, like, when i like didn't know the map very well it wasn't very fun but then later on once you've kind of figured things out a little right. bit more and you're more just like poking at the margins of the map it was a lot more fun gotcha okay nice
0: Dark Alex, what about you?
1: Uh I've been uh, I I picked up Disco Elysium. Yeah. Uh, off
0: of Oh yeah, Lee's on recommendation too.
1: Um no, on the computer because it was on sale and it just seems like okay. oh well, it seems like the right time since it's I've heard
0: it's also Lee was right, it's super glitchy yeah, on Switch. Yeah, it's not. I Haven't played it. The but... ports
3: outside of PC have been pretty glitchy. I have not I have my roommate played it on PlayStation and I know some folks playing it on Switch. I only played it on the PC and I didn't run into any problems, both with the original and with the Final Cut version. But I know that a lot of people have been. Yeah. So, like, buyer beware on that. I know they're working on it, but like, mm-hmm. it's there are, uh, like non progression oh, glitches. So, uh,
1: just with that's being careful, yeah. Oof. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't run into anything like that so far. So, that's good. I've been playing on them. Um a computer a mac so i mean mm-hmm. and that's been working oh, nice. yeah yeah
0: um so definitely recommend that if you got very confused for the last 45 minutes and thought this was a steam deck podcast
1: yeah no it is not a steam deck podcast this is a <laughs> this is an old or there's a 2017 <laughs> mac laptop podcast <laughs> oh speaking mac gamers right yeah <laughs>
3: Speaking of kind of, I just, I I know that I already talked about my games, so I'm sorry to go into your time, but I also replayed Bioshock with my roommate, Um, and since we're talking about games that I really love, uh, here's a reminder to folks who haven't played Bioshock. Do you like Bioshock? Yeah, kind of. You could say that I've uh, enjoyed the game once or ten times, (laughs) Um, but you should play it if you haven't played it. I still think it holds up. I'm pretty sure it runs okay. The collection runs pretty well on the Switch if you wanted to try it on there. Um, it's the only platform that I haven't played Bioshock on, so maybe okay, I'll do it I on. I but it does it's run a well. fun game and you should I've play been meaning- it. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Good,
2: good port. Good. I've been meaning to replay it again too uh, for Spooky Month, the good spooky game. Uh, yeah, so that's. I don't, I'm, running it I'm running out oh, of yeah, time. Oh, yeah, we're not really doing Bio... Spooky
0: Month this month, huh? <laughs> doing the Metroid, and that's yeah. spooky. That's spooky. I don't know if we'll be out by October 31st, but we'll see. We'll try. It'll be scary if we're not, right? And you'll be like, what happened to Nintendo Week? Are they all alive?" Nintendo and Week so only comes once more. a year. That'll be the spookiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: On all Hallows Eve. If,
0: if you've been listening to this, I've got bad news. You're in the spirit world. <laughs> you have died. Sorry. But the great news is, uh, this is yeah, this man. is the afterlife. So if it's... If you're if you're happy that's good news i guess
1: i don't know if it's still on the uh app store but i i remember they ported bioshock to iphone they Lee, did did you ever try that port
3: it was one of the first like like triple a big games that they ported to iphone they did it like a long time i feel like it might have come on like 2010 or something it was um, a while ago. yeah it was a long time ago i have I played a little bit of that version, um, but I haven't like completed the game with it. It's not like impossible. I I imagine on um, iPad it's a lot easier. Like Mm. it wasn't bad. It's just like if you're gonna play it, why? Yeah, yeah. I assume you have another platform. Like (laughs) you can play it on pretty much any janky old laptop at this point. You can play if you have a Switch. You can play it on that. If you have, you know. No, maybe, maybe not a calculator, but something slightly more advanced than that. <laughs> you can probably play If you have Bio a calculator,
0: you can run Doom.
3: Yes, you can run Doom. Probably
1: also Skyrim. Yes. But, if um, you have, like, you can run yeah. Doom on a potato. If you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, uh,
3: unfortunately,
0: that is all the time we have for Nintendo Week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all, lovely hosts, for joining. Ciao. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, everybody, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like our show, please feel free to subscribe and give us a quick positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. It is a small act of support that really helps people find our show. It's good for them. It's good for us. It's good for you guys to see our community grow. It really helps us out. If you are an Epic Gamist and you have an Epic Game question or you got reactions to what we said or fun Nintendo stories you wanna share, please send it to epicgamist at gmail.com. And you can follow Epic Gamist on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all kinds of different places for different kinds of stuff. Pick your favorite platforms. If you are listening right now, if you can hear me, we know that you stuck with us. We know you're hardcore. And again, we are just getting restarted here so much, so that those accounts I mentioned don't actually have any posts or any profile pictures or anything <laughs> so you're not in the wrong place but the goal ultimately is to have fun waiting for you on any apps you choose all powered by a charity driven Patreon so that gamers can give back while supporting all kinds of fun content made just for you. Literally just for you, because of the Patreon requests. So every listen, like, retweet, share, every follow on those accounts, whatever way that you want to support us, even for free, still fuels the same good goal. So we are really counting on you, Mario Party Top 452 of you, to help us raise awareness and spread the word and get more gamers giving back for fun. When it's up, we'll tell you. Nintendo Week is brought to you by our hosts, Alex Plant, tweet at Legend of Lex. Lee Albanese, tweet at Enalanes; That's E-N-A-L-A-N-E-S. Jackson Murphy, tweet at Cheaper by 12 Film. And Dark Alex, tweet, Into the Abyss and destroy yourself. Myself, tweet at Colin McIsaac. That's C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Nintendo Week is a fan show we are not affiliated with or operated by Nintendo, and we do not represent the brand in any way. All opinions expressed are our very own and all games played are purchased, not provided unless otherwise stated.